0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason. And elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Well, the big question, the big headline is, is democracy in decline? And if it is, are we okay with that? there's a lot of international organizations that are dedicated to measuring the growth or the decline of democracy and freedom in countries around the world. And when we compare the most recent findings, the results are kind of stark. Democratic governments around the world are falling closer towards authoritarianism, not increasing in freedom. So what are the trends pushing us in the wrong direction? And why does that matter? Why should that matter to each of us individually as well as in our community states and nation and how do we reverse that trend Uh, great insight as always from jd to a contributing editor for reason magazine reason.com and jd thanks for joining us this is a uh, a great piece give us some uh, kind of top line perspective first uh, in looking at are we getting uh, less free and are we okay with that
2: yeah, I mean, this is kind of a, a continuing uh, um, slow motion decline in the West, accelerated by the pandemic. And what we're seeing is that countries are becoming less democratic. They're also becoming less free. And people seem to be supportive of this. They're losing faith in democracy and starting to fa- favor autocratic systems. Uh, And this has been ongoing for about a decade and a half, and it got a real boost from pandemic measures, public health um, authoritarian measures. But it's continuing now, even as the pandemic is kind of fading in the rearview mirror, and no one really seems to know how to reverse this.
1: Yeah, one of the interesting things you pointed out in your piece Uh, was kind of looking at uh, the the things that are impacting it. So having that range from those restrictions that you talked about, restrictions of freedom during the pandemic in particular, but also this increasing distrust in the legitimacy of elections or or government in general. uh, How is that impacting everything?
2: Yeah, I mean, what we find is that there's a declining percentage of populations across you know, across the world that believe that democracy is good and important. It's dropped below half. Um, as recently as a few years ago, 2017, uh, more than 52% of the population surveyed believed that a democracy was important and it, was, and it should be valued. That has dropped down to about 47%, a drop of about five points. Um, at the same time, Percentage of people who say, you know what, what we really need is a strong leader who doesn't have to bother with a parliament um, or elections has risen since 2009 from 38 percent to 52 percent of those surveyed. Now, obviously, you've got a lot of different countries in the mix. You know, um, some have probably a better history with liberal democracy than others. Um, but even in the United States, when a variant of this question was asked in 2020, it found that a third of the population agreed that a strong leader who doesn't have to bother with Congress or elections would be a good system of government. I mean, that's kind of chilling and in a country that um, was the foundation um, of liberal democracy in the world and kind of gave that whole system a jump start and i 'll point out here we 're not just measuring democracy elections are the elections regular are they reliable we 're also measuring the extent to which countries respect civil liberties. so all those good things that democracy is supposed to, uh, is supposed to reflect and protect free speech, property rights, limited government um, you know privacy rights, kind of the ability to live your own life without having uh, control freaks tell you what to do all of this is on the decline. And that decline seems to be supported by a significant percentage of the population.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at the letterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I've been dying to ask you this, JD, uh, and that is there, there always seems to be this uh, model that plays out uh, as uh, democracies decline and that that is the the strongman argument that you that you just made. And usually it tends to be around division uh, because if the if a, a leader can convince the people that they're too divided, to solve any problem, whether it's healthcare, or immigration, whatever it may be, uh, then they need that dictator. They, they need that strong person to, to save them, to take care of them. Uh, is that part of what we're seeing is because we're because of the polarization of our politics that people are saying, well, yeah, we can't get it done because we're so divided. So, yeah, maybe having a, just a strong person in there who can just do it on their own, uh, they'll at least save me.
2: Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, I'll point out that while well, the U.S., we talk a lot about our polarization, how people kind of uh, villainize um, the political opposition in this country. But that's, we're not the only country that's seeing that. That's right. a commonality across Western democracies. We're um, a bit more accelerated in that than most other democracies, but not all of them. But well, we're seeing this happen a lot. Democracies seem to be kind of... Um, breaking apart, uh, you know, their populations are turning on each other, and um, you know, we've discussed this uh, before the midterm elections. That you know, they found that it was strong, strong concerns among the population. The election might result in um, in gridlock and in, in, uh, in hung government. Except that the people who worried about this were people who wanted to advance diametrically opposed <laughs> policies. Right. So the people who uh, who get frustrated with democracies say, you know what, we're not getting it our way. We really need to bang the heads together. Those bad people are holding us back. They might agree that they need a strong man kind of pulling things together and bypassing, um, you know, uh, checks and balances, yeah, but they don't agree on who that strong man should be <laughs> or what that strong man should be doing. Whose heads should be bounced together? Yeah. Um, you know, they'll, put, they'll put the dictator in place, but they want to turn it against the, those other bad people over there.
1: Yeah, exactly. A lot of finger pointing, a lot of place and blame. Uh, and uh, as always, there's, there's uh, somebody who, who can be in control of all of that. And again, that keeps us at such a safe distance from the, solving the problems that we all agree on. And I think I uh, actually agree on a lot of the solutions as well. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, J.D., because I've been really curious about this, uh, and you raised some of this in your piece, uh, is, is about the free market. Uh, and the confidence in the free market that uh, there is that possibility for upward mobility and, and opportunity. Uh, how are we seeing that impact, uh, that, uh, that democracy scale?
2: You know, one of the amazing things is um, after millennia, thousands of years of poverty and autocratic systems, the last couple of hundred years, and especially like the last half century, we've seen soaring prosperity, declining hunger. And it's really been because of what's described by political scientists As liberalism—that's the old conception of limited government, free markets, democratic systems, free speech, um, free societies—with with a a government that stays within parameters. Um, You know, the spread of liberalism around the world with firm property rights has had a miraculous effect in terms of raising standards of living um, and getting rid of hunger and bringing people out of poverty, and that's on the decline now. Um, The the uh, the initial study I quoted in this piece is from a a Swedish group called IDEA, and they're the ones who found that democracy is on the decline. But there's a separate human freedom index from the Fraser Institute in Canada and the Cato Institute in the U.S., and they say that a full 83% of the global population lives in countries that have seen a, a decline in freedom since 2000. And eight. So we're reversing uh, liberalism. If you reverse liberalism, you reverse the gains you get. And sure enough, the last few years, we've seen a fall off in prosperity and rising hunger once again. So as we lose freedom, not only do we lose the, the, you know, the benefits that we enjoy in the political sense of it, but we lose the very real material gains we've made in human prosperity and, and thriving. And that's just kind of a grim uh, prospect for the future.
1: And so important for us to, to recognize that, you know, flaws and all uh, with our system here in the United States, it, it really has lifted more people out of poverty. It's fueled more freedom, driven more dreams than, than anything in the history of the world. Uh, and so to say just because we're divided uh, or because we don't like the other, quote, other side – Uh, that we end up with this kind of polarization and decline uh, in freedom and democracy. And uh, as you said, that limited government, free speech, prosperity, property rights, all of those things uh, are so vital. Uh, So J.D., before I let you go, uh, give me one thing that gives you hope uh, that we can uh, turn the corner and uh, change the tide on this.
2: Well, um, it's kind of hard to say that there's a lot of hope, but we're hoping Pulling away from the pandemic, which accelerated a lot of the worst trends. And I think a lot of people are very disappointed in how our political leaders um, panicked and overreacted during the pandemic. And as they turn on them, as, as they gain kind of a, a, a jaded uh, glimpse at their political leaders in that context, we can hope that they'll apply it across the board. And maybe we'll back away from that loss of liberalism, regain free speech, regain free markets, and maybe back away from the idea that a strong man is going to save us. Because all a strong man is going to do is uh, you know is pit one side against the other and make the world a much nastier place to live in uh,
1: great insight as always if you want to actually think today at a different level read JD to Chile uh, reason magazine reason.com uh, great piece as always JD thanks for making time for us we always appreciate your uh, deep thinking and uh, very insightful perspective thanks for joining us thanks for having me on all right we'll step aside uh, for a commercial break. And uh, there's some great stuff in there. Uh, Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, my friends. Uh, Our kind of liberal democracy, our constitutional republic has lifted more people out of poverty than anything in the history of the world. We should remember that. And regardless of where you sit on the political spectrum, that's not what matters. It's the things that unite us and the things that will take us to next and give everyone that upward mobility. We'll be right back.